Hey nerds, what's up? Uh, future Brian here. So um, I'm just making a little bit of an editor's note. So in this episode, we talk a little bit about what's been going on with E3. However, this was recorded earlier in the week. So the news about E3 being canceled wasn't announced yet. So keep that in mind. We will definitely talk about E3 being canceled on the next episode. But uh, yeah, hope you guys understand and enjoy the podcast. back to the old but it's new again mm -hmm. in a way in a way joel Ryan. it's been a while since we've been able to talk just randomly yeah definitely uh like i said we've been consumed by the last of us phenomenal show i think it some amazing things a good uh adaptation of the game they've even did some things better than the game so of course we gave that our full attention i was playing through it i beat it oh man it was what a ride that was what a ride it was a ride and of course if you haven't seen our reviews you can go back and watch those on youtube.com forward slash at united we nerd as well as an audio form and podcast services wherever you like to listen to your podcast um mm -hmm. i guess to just get this out of the way uh, welcome to the United We Nerd podcast, where we sit around being nerdy, talk about nerdy things along yeah. with you. And you can talk with us if you're here live on twitch.tv forward slash United We Nerd, talking in the chat, asking questions, being part of the conversation, as oh. well as in the comments on YouTube and some podcast forums. I know Apple Podcasts and I think Spotify has comments. I'm not sure about that. You can you can correct me if I'm wrong. But um also on twitter.com forward slash United Nerd as well as Instagram and other social medias. TikTok as well. Um but yeah like Joel said we just finished our Last of Us review for the entire season of of season one of last of us so you can go watch that mm -hmm. we have our quantum man review we have a whole bunch of other reviews that you can find on uh, podcast form and as well as youtube mm -hmm. um but without the way of course i am your host brian along with your other host joel what's up what's up so uh, is busy he's usually here but he can't make it he's watching the kids so doing it doing his fatherly duties Love you, Marcelo. He is we'll here see you in next spirit. Time. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's been a while since we've been able to do just a regular podcast. So, mm -hmm. um, Joel, I know we we pretty much talk off, offline every day almost. So, um, mm -hmm. but what Excellent. what what have you been up to? Text. We have a group text. But what what have you been up to recently? What's what's oh, new man. with you? I had to write these down. I didn't want to skip them. <laughs> so I have them. Wait, I have my Google Doc for our, our bullshit. So I shouldn't say bullshit. But you know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. I just want to say 
most of all, I mean, well, not most of all, but very important to us as big Destiny fans, been playing through the newest content drop, Lightfall, uh, with oh. friends. Even Marcelo's got big back into it again. He wasn't really on Destiny. He's been busy, but he's been making time for it. So oh, yeah. we know we've done the new raid that came out. It's called The Root of Nightmares. It's quite an experience. Um, people are complaining it was easy. I think it's pretty hectic. It's it's hard in some ways and not others. But yeah, the, the new content is cool. Uh, you know, new powers. You can kind of web sling a little. Which is really cool is this thing called shackles. You throw it at an enemy and they you just suspend yeah. them in the air. It's super fun. It's like you just see some enemies like what? <laughs> They're just been, frozen in the air. It's I've really been, funny. I've been using it a lot recently. Like I was I was totally web sling throughout the entire campaign, but once I was over, I was like, let's try shackle, and it's surprisingly fun. Super fun. But yeah, um, really good. I, I really enjoyed Lightfall. People are complaining. Story didn't hit hard. Story didn't do this, that. The strand is this, that. Raid is this, that. Uh, I, I don't know. I've, I've heard of a lot of like the, this, that kind of comments lately. And I'm, usually I'm like, fuck you. You're dumb. You know, I mean, not exactly <laughs> oh, here. But with you guys, I'm like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Um, but uh, I don't know. Now I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I'm just so wow. defeated. <laughs> usually i'm like you're wrong or like you didn't even try and now i'm like eh, i guess i mean it's like, hey, all right you know yeah okay cool <laughs> have fun not playing and complaining i guess <laughs> i mean i will say compared to where we started playing destiny it was just like a small group of us and then it oh yeah it did get to that point where you know a few of us would drop off like marcello would heavily drop off and like near like the mid to especially you know like the first two years of destiny 2 where it was kind of like there wasn't much to do i super dropped oh, off for a while i don't blame you they were rough it was um, rough but like now like we're going a few years strong like we've had we have our clan you know so we almost have we actually have too many people to play with now like it, that used it to be a so problem. Hard. We used to have not enough people to raid. Now the other day it was like I had reserves. Like if someone can't make it, I'm in. You know, I was like, holy shit, <laughs> that used to never be the thing. But I'm I'm grateful. Like we got some good clanmates, you know. Here, so they're they're pretty cool and they're they're dope. Yeah. So uh, I just want to I just want to ask you since we haven't been able to talk about a podcast like so far, what have been like your just like top few things that you enjoy about um lightfall so far it's got to be winter bite i love that it's like a giant heavy weapon glaive brian's been that. getting it and he, he he there you have to you can only do a certain activity on a certain day so you need to do three i know they do the the day lockout thing but it's fun you just fire a giant ball that freezes enemies it does hella damage they had to actually take it out of the day one raid because it was so <laughs> strong it's still hella strong i just did the uh last level again for a challenge and uh winter bite melted the final boss so that was oh pretty funny the three of us had winter bite so it was like this we were done in like 15 minutes you know <laughs> as opposed to like slogging um but yeah winter bite's been great the web sling uh, strand overall is just super fun um mm -hmm. everyone was expecting that poison subclass like hey, when are we gonna get poison and green shit because we kind of got it with thorn and with uh osteostriga we got hints of it but now we have a class that's kind of it but it's not really poison it's like mobility and stuff and you send out little worms to attack it's pretty cool um i say stand is a highlight for sure and what else excuse me um of course like you play for the weapons right they're just some really cool weapons uh oh yeah, yeah. 
this but just like but just really cool i i would add on just like the overall um quality of life things oh, yeah. that they've done f- for this season like just the you know we finally got you know presets we can finally preset loadouts like, load oh outs. my god yeah um the whole revamp of like the the mods for your character oh yeah having be on on one clearly red screen like you just all kind of look yeah, at yeah. all at the same time um the artifact changing to just kind of like um instead of them being like extra mods you can add they're just more of a kind of like passive like ability and passive effects that just happen i love that just like oh you have this it's always equipped you don't have to like equip a mod to your armor now every time it's like if you unlock do you have it you can only have 12 though which kind of sucks last season you can have all the mods but you had to equip them now you can only have 12 but they're just auto they're just there boom you got them Mm. so okay i I don't know if that's a fair trade it's convenient so but yeah um i i also will say the guardian ranks thing is pretty cool like you can if you do certain activities you rank up your level you can see what pe- level people are like you really know if someone's starting out if you see like they're level two it's like they literally have only done like three things where like i'm at seven and i'm trying to hit eight it's like other activities that are hard too it's like you have to do a lot of sector you have to do this uh nightfall which they revamp too and and strikes so it's a big revamp their onboarding still sucks if you're new and you want to or you're returning you want to come back in it's they haven't fixed it as much as we love the game i'm still gonna say destiny 2's onboarding for newer returning players sucks it fix does. that shit you need i don't know if they have to make a separate thing for new people like it just it's just not there i can't bro like uh, a week a week or so ago we um whatever mutuals uh you know uh organized the hangout at um our local uh, dave and busters right and uh um, oh, yeah we were walking in there and i was getting my card you know because you need a little card to play all the games and shit and the person at the um the front desk uh noticed i was wearing my um what was it it's it's the jacket that you can get at when you got the um that one uh weapon it was back when you're doing all the saint 14 shit Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forget what it's called. It's a cool it's a cool jacket. It's a Bastion. Nice... It's Bastion. Bastion. It took me a second. It was the Bast it was the Bastion jacket. I, I got it. It was cool. And he was like, Oh, you play Destiny? And I was like, Yeah. It's like I, I play Destiny. It's like it's like, oh you like it? It's like, oh yeah, it's fun. It's like the new stuff's really cool. And he's like, Yeah, I used to play, but like, you know, there a lot of things I couldn't really get into. And I tried getting back and like I didn't know what to do. It's like, yeah, the onboarding sucks ass, dude. <laughs> I can't I'm yeah. not gonna, I didn't lie to you. I didn't lie to him. It's like, yeah, that that's like their one downside. And it's so weird because it's been like that forever. And it's understandable that it's like the side effect of your original onboarding process used to be original content that they took out. But mm-hmm. it's like you would still think like you would need to replace it with something, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know what they would re- replace it with at this point because they do have a replacement. It just sucks, and it's not intuitive. It's just here's a couple missions. There you go. <laughs> and what we started out was totally different. You know, it's yeah. Which which make which makes it weird because we have Cosmodrome back, 
And Cosmodrome yes. is where you started. So I don't know mm -hmm. why they couldn't just make a revamped version of that and just make it that e that much easier to do instead of having this really weird, like, you know, conglomerate of just, like, random-ass, like, quest options that if you're coming to play Destiny for the first time, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. match up at all because it's telling you to do so many different things. You're just like, what the fuck's going on? I don't know. Maybe it's like an Activision thing. Like they owned it and they couldn't touch it or something. I don't know. Because they used to be used to be with Activision. Hell hard. So, I mean, I guess it's, it's just the curse of having a long-running, you know, MMO-style game. But because of the limitations of certain versions of the game, you can't keep everything. Yeah. Like, like a WoW does, you know. Yeah. Yeah where you have to get rid of some expansions after a while to make the game run like as smooth as it can for old for old versions of the game. So I don't know if this is just like if eventually once like the last gen gets phased out like maybe that'd be the opportunity for them to kind of revamp things, I don't know. I think they're going to do their new IP. And then probably Activision poured a hell of money into whatever they got coming next. So, well, now PlayStation's yeah. pumping money into whatever they're coming next. Yeah, that too. They they obviously love it, and because we haven't heard shit about it, they probably just want it to be clean on delivery or whatever. Yeah, I think Lightfall's been great. If you have anything else, sad Brian, I'm gonna jump to another game because we'll, we'll we could talk about Destiny forever, but not everyone here is about that. And I want to move on to something else before that or after that i mean but you know what destiny is gonna be here for a long time and we've talked about it a lot before we're gonna talk about it in the future so uh oh yeah let's just what, what other game you want to talk about uh for me i finally started uncharted i've oh, never yeah. played him um marcelo had it on his ps4 uh ready to download or it was like free or something i just downloaded it thanks marcelo um and it's super fun. Me and my wife played through uh, one, two, and three together. We're on four, thanks to Brian. Let me borrow four. Yep. And it's super fun. I just never had the chance to play because I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's really fun, straightforward. Of course, it's Naughty Dog, right? Yeah. I was texting Brian like, I can't believe the same people who did The Last of Us fucking made Uncharted. But <laughs> it shows versatility. And yeah, if, if you ever have the chance, it's super fun check it out um and there's just some twists i didn't expect i expected some things but i was like oh this is where we're going dope so uh it's a fun cinematic ride and i think they really were going for like you know cinematic story storytelling and mm -hmm. it works with uncharted and i definitely see some overlap with last of us and even with god of war but it's still really well done and super fun so you know we, you know, I think we're almost halfway through four because oh, really? we celebrated our anniversary this weekend. And my wife's like, are we going to play Uncharted? I was like, I guess so. <laughs> we just, <laughs> just dove into Uncharted 4 and it's been fun. So yeah. it also makes me sad about the movie. The movie oh, by yeah. comparison. I saw the movie first. <laughs> oh, no. And without the context, I was like, okay, I see what they're doing. And it has a lot of issues. My one problem was Marky Mark. My problem is still Marky Mark in the movie, but... Now that I've played the games, this movie sucks. <laughs> like, it's, it's, I can't. Hey, there's so much they they could have to do to fix mm -hmm. it, and it just it's just. Oh. 
They they stumbled so uh, Last of Us could gallop. <laughs> yeah, I think Naughty Dog learned very very much from that movie for the TV show. I think Sony so. learned a lot from that movie. Oh, it it there are some good points. Don't get me wrong, but when you play the game, it's just like how they have so much good material to pull from. Like I can't. It's like I, we were playing through. It's like why didn't they use this story? Why did they? They could have used this. It could have been a whole movie on one of these chapters, and it would have been amazing. It's like anyway. So super so fun. Without spoiling, I love it. it. Like how different did they veer off from the movie? Bro, <laughs> it will spoil it. And I like all I can tell you is just play the games. Okay, play the games. How, okay, I want to ask you this because this is what kind of tripped me up when because I still haven't played through all the Uncharted games, and what tripped me up the most was playing through one, being how old it was, like how two thousand seven, yeah. So how was that for you getting through Uncharted one? Um, it was pretty. I mean, it's clunky. The camera movements are weird, but it's what I expect from a game from two thousand seven. Um, I think I was just mildly curious, and then I just kept going. I was like, "Oh, I like, I like this. Where's it going?" And then we reached the end. I was like, "Well, we already have one. Let's go for two. And two is it's it's great. They just build upon it, and make it even better. And I think three has more action and does a lot of things right. But I think two was more solid storytelling wise, at least for me. Um, and four is just it's of course a it's beautiful because it's like on the ps4 and it's optimized uh, we have the remastered ones for one through three but um i don't know i treated it kind of like we were talking you know, we're talking about like kind of like time crisis mm-hmm. treated it like an arcade game even though it's like a fully fledged like triple a game right? right but um just the story and the acting the voice actor chris nolan north you're amazing um it's, it's just really good and fun um just going with that mindset don't expect a uh <laughs> a finely polished um you know, triple A masterpiece on arrival. Uh oh. it, expect some fun. You know, you could take you could always come back to it. It's that kind of game too. Put it down, come back. It, it's always gonna be there. It's okay. it's super fun. Now are you thinking about picking up Lost Legacy? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know I don't I will see how four ends, but it, it's been such a good ride. I feel like I kinda have to now. And four, I think, incorporates things from other games, which I thought was really fascinating. Um I don't want to spoil too much, but I feel it pulls in some Assassin's Creed stuff. I, I have oh. we don't see in other games. I'm not gonna say what, but it was just like, oh, that is not a mechanic I did not see in this game at all. But um I guess they kind of lean into something more. So but okay. yeah. Alright. Um super fun. If you have the chance, like I told someone on TikTok, I told them to check out Breath of the Wild. If you can, if you have a PlayStation, check out Uncharted. It's it's a PlayStation game made for PlayStation. It, it's super fun and cheeky and mm-hmm. funny. And, and again, the twists, I, I always love looking for that shit. And I was like not expecting some of it. So okay. that's been a fun ride. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, I, I, I own all the Uncharted games, and I let you borrow four. But like, I don't know. I just tried it, you know, let it go for a while. And I just never got back to it. So maybe, maybe it's time for me to try it. I'd say if you if you're not feeling it, at least finish two. If it, if you're not hooked by two, then 
you probably won't be hooked by the rest but or go from two to four. <laughs> oh god that's a jump <laughs> but i'm not that three isn't good don't get me wrong i three was fun it was good i think just for me mm-hmm. three he had did some great stuff but two two shined and we got three but i'm all together they're great though like they they're and then four it's really it, it pulls in like it, it it knows where it's coming from that's all i'm gonna say the nostalgia is strong in four okay all right anything uh any other things that you've been playing or doing uh i've been ignoring sea of thieves but i know you guys have been oh. playing hard i want to actually I'll, I'll go back to what i've been watching but um How's Sea of Thieves been for you guys? I know, Fernando invited me today. My Xbox was bugging out. I got all his messages like an hour later at one time because I restarted my Xbox. <laughs> but I heard you guys hella leveled up. It's the fifth year anniversary. Yeah. How, how's Sea of Thieves been? Even like a UI stuff you can tell people. Yeah. You told me, but you can go on about it here. So let's see. What, the update happened on – or the anniversary was on Friday, this past Friday. Um. Me and Fernando play on Friday and Saturday. We played last night. So three days out of the new season. I am already at level 72. Uh. They like, because they had a community, because they made this past weekend a community weekend. So Sunday was, or um, Saturday was all like double everything. But the gain, like the experience gains, were just boosted up for the anniversary. And so like legit, like Fernando's almost done with his season pass already. Yeah. And, I, and I'm almost like there. Week three shit. But, um, it's really interesting because, um, they haven't started doing any big things yet. Like there's no, there's no new story content yet. They were just kind of focusing on, their kind of quality of life patches and just kind of like, you know, getting through like their anniversary. They actually released a cool documentary you can watch on YouTube. Basically, it was like a behind the scenes of like their, like the whole like story of like from idea to creation and then like kind of like moving forward with Sea of Thieves, which is really nice to watch. Um, recommend it. Um, but as far as just like the game goes, uh, like I said, there's just some quality of life updates, some small things, uh, as far as just kind of like, um, you know, it's a new season. So all the, the, um, achievements and stuff like that in game all reset. So, you know, everything's fresh again, which also goes on to why you're getting so much more XP because everything is reset and refreshed. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. Uh, there are some updates that are really cool that I think you'll enjoy, Joel. Um, you remember your old favorite pastime of uh, having to harpoon treasure onto the ship? Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, I am. I am so happy that they did that. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's so smart. <laughs> so so for people that haven't played Sea of Thieves, so picture this: you get a whole big like thing of treasure right and you have to put it onto your ship one of the fastest ways that you're able to do it is you heart you use your harpoon in your ship to harpoon it to the ship 
and then you or someone else would have to take it off and then put it on the ship. Now, all you have to do is harpoon it, and it instantly drops it into the ship. So you don't have to worry about it. And it, literally, you can take a mound of treasure, and like in 15 seconds, you can get it all on the ship. It's like super, Usually takes super like fast. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And, Especially you have a lot. And that goes for any harpoon. So if you have a rowboat, if you go to the Sovereign, um, it works the same exact way. You just rapid fire, you know, put it on, put it on, put it off the ship. Oh, um, God. Uh, another thing that I really like is that um, the collection chests that you find, you can put um, small items into. Um, you can now walk up to a vendor and sell the things inside the chest. Oh, that is so nice. Oh my goodness. It's... Put it down, open it, take it out, sell it, take nope. it out, sell, take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, it, it, so a lot of things they've been doing is just helping streamline just like the treasure, the treasure collecting process, which has been really nice. Um, as far as other things are concerned, um, the game itself just feels really good. Um, five years old. That's what five, blows my mind. It's five years old, but I will give Rare so much credit. Like, there were so many, like, after watching the documentary they made, it was so clear that the technology that they had at the time was really holding them back from what they want wanted to do. Because you were there. Like, a lot of people remember how bare bones it was at the beginning. Oh, um, yeah. And then over time, they started adding stuff and adding stuff. And now it's like a really good game with a lot of content you can stick your teeth into. Um, a lot to do. But, like, I forget how many updates it was. Like, it was way in, like, maybe after like the first year. But, like, remember when they actually added that masks can break and topple over? Oh, yeah that feature was in their alpha that they made when they were just testing it, testing the proof of concept in the studio, that feature was already there. So, so many, so many features that we've gotten over time, a lot of it was in their initial like test build. And when they had to switch over to the actual like development, um, like software program at, and, for like the consoles at the time, a lot of it just couldn't be implemented quick enough into the game. And so it released with a lot less of the content they were planning on. So it was just kind of like, it was one of those things where it's like, they didn't have the time, but also they just didn't have the, the power to do it yet, which was, which is unfortunate. You know, especially since it's like a new a new kind of game. You know, they had mm -hmm. a lot to prove to the world. Oh and, yeah. You know, unfortunately, there are people that really got stung by it, and there's like people like us that were still kind of sticking through it. Like, sure, we didn't play all the time after a while, but you know, we got to see that development over time. So it was just really, it was really cool to see um, stuff like that, like getting to see the mm -hmm. development side of a game yep. that's been around for five years now <laughs> and it's only gotten better which can't say a lot about 
a lot of games like mm-hmm. I, as much as i look back for blood it, they they stumbled too and other side of the coin like they finally i think hit their stride but now they're done you know and yeah it, it just sucks they went they it was rough for a little bit and then it got better and better and better and then now it's like oh, well we're done now it's and then like sea of thieves i mean they have microsoft to back them but going super strong i think still and still engaging still yeah. fun i mean it is you know more of the same essentially but i mean that why you play it right oh yeah and, you know you could sell the i heard the the mermaid tridents now the balloons that's get, another you know, thing cosmetics. Yes, yeah and then there's something else tell me something i forgot oh there's uh mermaid statues now that have a chance to drop more than just one gem so i think that's pretty cool yeah. just stuff we never thought we'd have and we're still getting it so no yeah. doubt thank you rare and, and it's and it's just one of those things where it's like um when you when you put in perspective um like when you talk about back for blood and then you kind of look at games like sea of thieves you can just tell which game and which team had the most support because like what i want to say like after like maybe like three or so months i probably a little bit more than that but like after back for blood came out like turtle rock got like axed like most of their team yeah. got either transferred to another division in the WB games or like they got just got axed in general. And then like WB games just kind of like, you know, it's like, okay, we're done. The game's done. It's like, oh, what? But then you look at Sea of Thieves and like, yeah, it had a rocky start, but you know, Xbox and like Phil Spencer like saw something in like what Rare was doing. And they kept, you know, pushing them on, pushing them forward, and they kept growing and growing to the point where they actually were able to make a deal with Disney to put Pirates of the Caribbean shit in it. And the mm-hmm. game people thought that was, like, going to be dead after a while. And, like, turns out, it's like, no, they're just getting started. So it's just, like, you never really know what games are going to do well, especially in this time period. Mm-hmm. Um Make a yeah. random comeback from the dead, evolve <laughs> for like one, like <laughs> one week. special week. Yeah, yeah. And, speaking of that, like that just like came up out of nowhere and just like vanished. Oh, I I think they're testing something. Um, who knows? Free to play model of a new game, similar style. Rock is know. trying to revive <laughs> dead franchises. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I know at least they got two more DLCs out with Back for Blood, and I still need to finish them and new characters and stuff. It just it sucks. Like, we were waiting. They went through so much, and then when we finally, we're like, we're, we, you know, I feel like they finally reached a good point. They're, you know, they're moving on. Like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Um, apart from that, though, uh, oh, I forgot to say, people don't know, but uh, Marcelo actually went to Disneyland with his family, and Sarah and I oh, were yeah. along for the ride. Um, because it was his daughter's fifth birthday, they got to go to Disneyland for the first time. So you know, going with our, going for our god kid. I mean, and Marcelo got to go to Star Wars Land for the first time. Like Brian, you went yeah. with me, so I got to go with Marcelo, and he tried the blue milk and everything. Got the lightsaber. Well, I wasn't there for that, but yeah, I just got to go to Disneyland with him. That was super fun. Um, went on oh. a couple rides that I haven't been on. Uh, we went on the Mel- the Falcon ride, of course. So that oh, was fun. Yeah. To go on that again but yeah we went actually it was kind of raining on and off i mean it's been like this in california the past fucking two months but yeah. um it was just interesting like people always say like 
you know, it's not that busy even in the rain. Oh no, that did not deter people uh, no one at cares. all. It was like no heavy rain. People like running around. No, it was. Whew. I mean, I got a cool jacket, but uh, <laughs> but it was so cool to go back to Disneyland. Oh, we saw Mando and Boba Fett walking around now. Oh, in Star dude. Wars Land. That how was, was dope. That, how was that? Like I, I haven't seen them in person. So like, how's good. the quality? It looks good. Boba Fett, I mean, I think he looked better than Mando, but it's because Mando has, has to care for a little Grogu toy. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's preoccupied no one breaking his prop, but Mando, him and Fennec are just walking around. I think that, that was pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, we did that. Um, oh, and then uh, sort of related, the day before we went to Monterey and, um, you know, just doing a long road trip there, and we went to this sh- shop that had the biggest fucking pancake i ever had and it was good it was oh, called lou oh. lose or lulu's in monterey i have to look it up again but it was it was literally like the like almost the size of a, like a pizza like a medium Bruh, pizza I, was, I i remember you sending me that picture and it was literally overflowing on the plate yeah and it was good <laughs> that's the thing it wasn't just big it was big and good so ever monterey check out that giant pancake but yeah uh that was fun um yeah, I, last time I went to Disneyland was for my my thirtieth <laughs> before the pandemic. Right, so that before. was crazy. And Marcelo and his wife Emma, they haven't gone since we were kids. I mean, Marcelo went when we were like in high school, but Emma hasn't oh. been since she was like five. So that, I think it was a lot of fun for for all of them too. So of course the kids had fun, and there's pictures of them with like the princesses and stuff. So that's cute. Had fun. Yeah, and we got Iris little ears she wanted that she picked out. Um, yeah, that happened. Now I have to go to Avengers Campus. Now. I've been avoiding it. I think within Bro. the next year, I I gotta go. I I just know I'm gonna lose hella money. I lost hella money <laughs> going to Disneyland, and I know once I go to Avengers Campus, I'm just fucking broke, dude. I just I know they're gonna have so much cool shit. That's, that's the, for oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars I love, but it's not Disneyland's all about Star Wars. But I know California Adventure that they've been super hard on the Marvel stuff. So, oh yeah, oh man. Uh, we, yeah. have to, we have to plan because I I haven't been there either, and I want to I want to see what all the fuss is all right. about. We, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to plan something out. We can we can um, talk about Kang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh, Kang. We gotta talk about him in a second, but later. <laughs> uh, um. Uh. Yeah, the Oscars happened. Of course, everything everywhere all at once did amazing. Kicked a lot of ass. I wanted to segue segue with that to. Uh, I finally watched RRR. Marcelo's been oh. telling me to watch it forever. Um, it was amazing. It's yeah. so hype. It's it's I, I can't even describe it. It's ridiculous is not the right word for it, but describes how awesome it is. Like that's it's a fun hype, hella hype movie. Super long but super good. Um, so yeah, it like I was saying before on Twitter, like it deserves all the awards it got too. So that was that was a fun watch. My wife and I watched it this weekend, and uh, yeah, the the dance numbers were dope. Actors were it was just it was just really good. So if you if you're thinking about watching RRR, you got to go watch it. It's just it's just hype. What a, it's uh, so hype. What a service is it on? On Netflix. Oh, perfect, awesome. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, I know one of my other friends, uh, they watch it in bits and pieces, so you could probably do that. There are chapters you could do like that, but if and I watch it all in one oh, section. So. Wait, so they divided it up? No, I mean, like, there are, it, it'll, it says, like, there are chapters. 
Oh, and okay. you could, if you wanted to stop at a chapter, you could like do they that. do like but, they do like Pulp Fiction style. Kind of. I guess that's a close comparison. Okay, that's the only thing I can think of right now. But yeah, uh, it was hella hype, and the action was like, holy shit, this is sick. Uh, that's all I could say. I, I literally nothing was spoiled for me except the Oscar performance of the song. Uh, but <laughs> other than that, it, it was it was hype. I. Nothing like it. Um, saw John Wick four as well this weekend. Um, that was a good sequel, I gotta say. Very good action actors, of course. Uh, Hiroyuki Sonata, Donnie Yen. Oh, oh man, killing it! So good, such good action. Keanu Reeves, of course. They're thinking about doing another one, maybe. Um, oh yeah, I just saw that. Today. I know they're supposed to be doing a spinoff on Ana de Armas, so I oh. I don't whatever. It's okay. Right. Uh, they had two newer characters I really liked. I hope to see them again. Um, they were really cool. I don't want to spoil it in case we do see it again, Brian. But uh, or if I see it again with you or whoever, it was. I want to see. Oh it. man, I want to see in theater. some of that. So, oof, some of those action scenes. I was like, whoo, oh, boy. <laughs> Did we watch It Man Four together? Were you there when we watched it? Was it just me, you, me, Jameson, and Adam? I don't know if you were there for It Man Four, but. Um, I've seen him man four before. I think I, I think I was probably there. Well, either way, the main bad guy in it man four, the big, ra- the, the racist motherfucker that Donnie and fights, <laughs> uh, okay. he's in, uh, he's in the movie and he shares a scene with Donnie, which I think is hilarious. It's like, Oh, they were in another movie. What a full circle. The, they're right here. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, they did it really. Well. I mean, you know what you're getting into. You're watching John wick, right? It's the fourth one. Right, I mean, yeah. but still, it was icing on the cake. That's all I gotta say. I think it was stronger than two and three, but two was super violent, right? But I loved two. Oh, yeah. Three, I think, was was doing more world building, which some good violence still, um, good action. But I think four was like they knew what they needed to do in the past two movies, and they just with this one, it, it just fit really well, and yeah, uh, yeah just. So you just make time to see it. So <laughs> type. John Wick Four is like three hours long, right? It's like two hours and fifty minutes. Yeah. Did it feel like? Did it drag out at all? It didn't. Good. Uh, and I think Good. that's what I like about RRR too. It didn't feel long. I. I wouldn't say you were spoon fed, but it's like you're long for the ride, and it's not hard to grasp, right? Um, you know, it's John Wick. He's gonna fucking kill people. But um, it didn't feel long. I think because it's just they they throw him in these situations, and but then it's like we've seen this before. We've seen his his rolling and throwing moves, how he kills and whatever. But of course, they make it fresh. They give him reasons, and then like the other players introduced, just weave it. They weave him in really well, and it's I was engaged the whole time. I don't know. Cool. Awesome. I mean, you know what you're getting. That's what I'm saying. I can say for sure. You know what you're getting with John Wick Four. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I, d- I definitely want yeah, to see yeah. theaters. Oh, we should. We should. Um. Let's see. Uh, just a couple more things. I'll shift to you. Uh. Oh yeah. I, I finally saw the unbearable weight of massive talent. Uh, a couple weeks ago, it's a oh, Nick it's... Cage movie about Nick Cage. Oh yeah, you, yeah. If you enjoy Nicolas Cage at all, you just got to see it. That's all I can say. Him and Pedro Pascal, they got. Great chemistry. Uh, it's it's stupid funny and it's enjoyable and 
it no it literally knows it is it's ridiculous and <laughs> i was thrown for a loop for a couple times i it's way more meta than i thought it was gonna be and more smart and cerebral right it just shows it like they the writers and directors and nick cage they just knew what they were doing and ran with it and it's it's fun i mean I, again like nick cage you gotta see it i i love this era of nick cage where he's like <laughs> he's willing to go down and like be just in any movie that just is fulfilling for him not so much as like being a big blockbuster but just like something that just makes him like a wild ass character even if it's just playing an exaggerated version of himself and they address that <laughs> in the fucking movie i'm just like this is how doesn't this fucking break an actor like i think if any other actor who's like all about image and prestige like this would be like it's almost like up. but i think because it's nick cage i mean he doesn't i mean obviously it's a job too some people don't take themselves that seriously but some of the things is like ooh, this is kind of rough for an artist <laughs> i was like oh man but who could pull it off he's, fucking nick cage can he's that special so, kind of actor that he is so again yeah, and of course pedro pascal is fucking great so and oh, it's, it's funny because he looks up to nick cage which is so funny so he's in a movie with his hero so i mean it's that just That's speaks cool already right yeah um so yeah of course right i was gonna plug in that movie uh yesterday well not yesterday sunday we saw the new puss in boots movie people have been saying it's really good Bruh, i've been hearing the a last lot of wish about it. it it's good it's fun i mean if you like the shrek universe it's dope well, i mean i don't remember anything from the other puss in boots movie i don't even know if it was good but somehow they made this this super this super chill movie super fun movie so just if you want something animated and fun, check it out. Some of course allusions to other, you know, uh fairy tale creatures was pretty interesting. And uh yeah, again, voice talent, you know, Tony Banderas, Salma Hayek, it's fucking good. Like I don't know what else to say. I, uh John Mulaney. John Mulaney. <laughs> Come on. I heard okay. that from a few people that this is probably like the best animated villain or just best villain in general. Oh, he is so good. Um, his name is Wagner Mora. For those who watch Narcos, also starring Pedro Pascal, he played uh, Paulo Escobar, and he did a really good job in that. So, but I was like, who's the fucking villain? Because he's we couldn't tell, but just the way he performed it was so good. And it's like, oh fuck, it's of course it's that guy. So <laughs> they got this really good actor for it, and yeah, it's I don't want to say anymore, but it it's fun. I mean, if you like Shrek. Yeah, check it out. That's all I gotta say. Okay. I mean, I'm wearing a Shrek hat right now. That that wasn't planned, <laughs> but um, and I think that's it. I'm probably forgetting something. That's what I've been watching. Of course, Mando. I mean, we've talked about Mando before. We we love it. I mean, the only thing I can say is people. We talked about it, Brian. We can mm -hmm. hey, talk about as much as you want, but you know, I'm just gonna bring it up. Oh, I'm always down to talk um, about Mando. Just people saying like every episode is like filler. Come okay. on, man. <laughs> so I'm actually glad you're bringing this up because I kind I kind of wanted to talk about this eventually. So I think now's the best time to do it. I am under the assumption that the modern viewer nowadays doesn't know what filler is. Either they didn't grow up in the actual age of what originally what filler was 
and then anybody just like says like oh this is fill like i think nowadays filler used to be when you have an episode that doesn't have a particular plot but filler was made to build on character and i one of the be best examples is naruto because that was that was a, one biggest thing back in the day was people complain about because near the half the halfway point between like when naruto is about to transition into shippuden they have a they had a bunch of filler episodes to kind of cushion it until they were ready for the transition and you would get maybe like a two episode story plot that didn't really go anywhere and had nothing really to do but what you got was you got character build up and like you got to learn more about like how the character acts like what the like what the character's ambitions are and other things like that um nowadays this is my opinion this is no one else's opinion but mine i believe that nowadays people think filler is whenever the main character isn't on screen seems that way and i like the most one of the most recent mando episodes is kind of like helping prove my belief in that in that idea because like you said like we were getting a lot of good world building and there is oh, yeah. there is plot progression it's just not mm -hmm. necessarily the plot of the mando and grogu it's more of the other subplot that has been going on this whole time ever since the first season it's just now there are moments where we have to pull away from the Mando. It's like almost the same thing that happened in the Boba Fett show. It's like we had Boba Fett, and then the last two episodes felt more like a Mando show mm -hmm. because they had to they had to tie that in. I don't know. I I could rant about this for a while, but it's just, I it's, I kind of wish that people would kind of or the people that are complaining a lot about like filler this filler that would take the time to kind of actually take just step back and just take a look at the story as a whole and realize that yes it's the mandalorian but they are also trying to build up to something like we know something is coming along that mm -hmm. Like, this was their plan to begin with. Like, they, they are building up to a big event that needs to kind of have a lot of things intersect and cross over. And so, yeah, you're, you're every once in a while, you're going to have an episode of something that might focus on one aspect more than the other. But at the end of the day, it's all going to wrap up into the same thing. There's still a story progression. It's just like, yeah, yeah we can't have an episode that's always about Mando. Like, all the time like yes i understand mm -hmm. like for some people that might sound ridiculous but it's like it's true that's how storytelling is like it would be like saying every time that goku wasn't on an episode of dragon ball z there's no plot happening that's that that's not how it works that's not how it works i'd argue there's probably more happening when he's off screen <laughs> yeah, very much so actually <laughs> And I think people are letting that get in the way of their viewing too. Like, it's like I can't focus. It's something Mandalorian. It's like, yo, just watch the show, <laughs> unplug for a second, stop trying to 
I think I do this too. You overanalyzing. Just watch it. Like don't save the analysis if you watch it again. Sometimes you just need to sit and enjoy it. Because mm-hmm. I, I do that too. I mean, we're podcasters. It's our job now <laughs> to like overanalyze, nitpick, and you know, like, eh, but you know, I gotta tell it. It's like sometimes like I'm just gonna watch this. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna enjoy it, you know. If you just like I, I'm gonna look for something that I don't like. I mean, I'm I'm sure people aren't like that, but you're like clouding your vision, and especially with two episodes ago, we got things we've never seen. Oh, no. I don't want to spoil yeah. it yet. Um, in case you for haven't sure. seen it or you plan on, but it's like, wow, that's cool. I've never seen that perspective, or we're exploring something new, and of course, it's not what we think it is. Of course. And it connects to the main overarching thing, right? And I'm just like, this is great little, you know, breadcrumbs. And imagine, you know, people are like, what is this? <laughs> the filler. I'm like, wow. Even is, it, like. <laughs> why isn't Mando using the Darksaber? <laughs> He's, oh, I, I can oh, go on to that for a fucking hour myself. And that same episode, I already got to say, was jam-packed with stuff at the beginning and end. But people still were happy. I was like, this is dope. So, and so, then, like, we got more dope stuff. So, oh, like, oh, so what, what, I've seen, what I've seen people, like, for for episode three in particular, I've heard, I've seen some people say that it was like an Andor sandwich. Where you had Mando at the beginning and end. And then the middle felt more like an Andor episode. Which, I mean, for me, it's fine because Andor was a great show. Uh, in my it opinion, it, it was a cool <laughs> show. Like, for people that are interested in seeing the world building of like what Lucasfilm and Disney is trying to do with Star Wars now, that they're now that they're starting to try to course correct a little bit yeah. and kind of pull back a little bit. Um, it's cool to see all the similarities that they're trying to like go for in their shows. And yeah, it's going to be a little different like here and there. Cause you know, there's always different directors and stuff like that, but it's cool to see some of those aspects and those styles kind of go into other shows. And mm-hmm. you get to, ex- like you said, you get to explore more of the things we've never seen before. And that's really interesting to at least to both of us. I, you know, I assume. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, we're, you know, we know us. We love Star Wars, so <laughs> I don't know. But we'll, when all eight episodes are done, we'll definitely dissect the shit out of that episode. That for sure wait. is going to get our attention. I can't wait. It's uh, going to be fun. But yeah. Uh, and then, of course, that Batch. Again, we've talked about it a little. It's really good. And there's even some overlap with Mando, which, of course, we know. I mean, you hinted at it, what this thing we're all waiting for, right? Like, it's. It's mm-hmm. so good. I'm just like, they connected the dots even for this anime. Oh man, I so hyped. I'm just, I just, I'm just so dumbfounded when people are like turned off by Star Wars right now. Like, this is so good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can, I can slightly understand just because you know, not everybody is a super fan of Star Wars. Like, there, there's lo- truth, there's different truth. leveling degrees of Star Wars fan, and that's perfectly fine. You know, everybody loves Star Wars in their own way. But, you know, over the past few years, like D- Disney really like put the pedal to the metal when they when they got the rights to Lucasfilm. And D- Disney has made some errors, like not going to lie about that. There's been some hit and misses along the way. But I think 
now that they're starting to kind of restructure like what they're doing and kind of you know slowing down a little bit and like trying to like focus on like what they really want to do and like trying to make sure that everything is being planned out from now on we're starting to get some really cool stuff and it's like yeah it's not gonna be the big like the biggest thing in the world you know we haven't had a movie in a long time like i know star wars celebration is this month like this coming month in april so we might see the next movie that's coming out and then we'll get that big that big star wars that we haven't seen since the rise of skywalker star wars you know um but to to get back on, on track with myself um yeah we just need you know everybody's gonna have their own taste of star wars and it's fine but like everybody just have to remember it's like hey if this isn't for you that's that's fine you know but mm-hmm. you know just because something's not going like a certain direction doesn't mean it's a bad thing it's just different and at the end of the day we'll see if it's it succeeds or not based on like you know the reviews and like the opinions that people have and like we can have a conversation about it but we can't have a conversation when the statement is like oh this sucks this is just filler it's like there's nothing there's nothing going on here it's like something it's like well explain you know let's let's talk about it mm-hmm. i know it's it, it's the one tired old like star wars conversation that i feel like always gets brought up every once in a while mm-hmm. that's that's the state of the fandom right now which yeah for better or worse is uh yeah is the thing but well what about you brian what have you been playing what have you been watching what okay. movies have stuck out to you shows so your turn now so um as people know california has been getting hit hard for the past like three months of just on and off like heavy rainstorms um so the area I live in, it's it's very hit or miss that when the weather starts to get bad, that you know I start to lose power. And there was a small brief stint of time where I did lose power for a while, which sucked ass. Um, so I couldn't I couldn't do much in like the later end of this or the earlier part of this month, which uh, was unfortunate. Um, but I did manage to play a few things. Um, I haven't finished any games recently, but um, let's see. Uh, I started playing um, Kirby's Return to Dreamland, um, the the remake for the Switch. Um, I never played it because it came out on it came out on the Wii. And I didn't, I didn't get it back then, just because like the, I didn't have the, the funds to get every game I fucking wanted. <laughs> so uh, I hopped into it. It's compared to uh, Forgotten Lands, it's more back to like the not the classic, but like the, the more recognizable three D like Kirby games that we've gotten, like the side scrolling, like. Uh, 
like A to B like pathways. Um, but it's really fun. I, I enjoy it a lot. It has a lot of cool, has all the Kirbiness along with it. You get your copy abilities with your move sets, which I honestly was kind of missing from Forgotten Lands. Like Forgotten Lands did a lot of cool things with like being the first full like 3D environment like mm-hmm. Kirby game. But as far as like their powers went, they didn't really go all out as they used to. But like now, like this one's back to having like the three pages of like moves that uh, like Kirby can do with like a copy power and all that. And um, what's special about this version of the game is that they're this is kind of the Switch's version of Kirby Superstar, where not only did they remaster the original game but they also added more bonus modes you get you know you get your mini games that are multiplayer mini games which is also really cool um and you get a bonus end game story um with that's always cool with one of the other characters in the game which is really neat um yeah i've just been trucking on with that enjoy enjoying my kirby like i do um Let's see. If I'm playing Sea of Thieves, we talked about that. Uh, I surprisingly haven't been pl- like haven't been playing my PlayStation that much recently. You know, I finished I finished God of War a long time ago. Um, I kind of was trekking in Horizon. I'm still I'm still trying to weigh if I really want to like continue Horizon because I'm still. I'm interested in the world. I'm interested in the characters, but the the gameplay is hit or miss with me depending on the situation. Um, the characters I like, but the dialogue is kind. It feels stiff to me a lot. Like I don't know. It's it's an older game now. This this game came out in the la- last generation, but I don't know. Like there's a lot of times where I feel like the characters' faces look plasticky, and I've probably said this before, but I'm just kind of reiterating. Like, I'm trying to push through it, especially now since um, I ran into a Lance Riddick's character, which R.I.P. R.I.P. Like, fucking bummer, dude. Like, yeah. like Lance, like Lance Riddick sadly, like you know, passed away. For people that you know don't know, who he is he uh, very very good actor um you zavala in uh destiny you know he's in horizon um and he's been in like a lot of other stuff but um main big bad dragon vox machina yeah that's unfortunate but like i kind of want to push through it just just to see like his character in the in the story so i'll probably i'll probably push through that um Remember you saying that you you go you're going back and forth with it. it it's like you're, it's, you're really trying. Like it's it's a little harder for you to get into. It's so weird because I can't remember the last time I've played a game where I love a lot of things about it, but I had the hardest time trying to play it. It's so maybe it's just because I got to it later than most other people did. Because it had the issue, it came out on the same day as Breath of the Wild. Oh, and of course, and of course, I, and of course <laughs> I like a lot of other people chose Breath of the Wild, so you know I didn't, I didn't feel like I lost in that situation at the at the time. 
you know um but yeah it's like i I love you know aloy as a character like ashley birch is a fantastic voice actor um you know lance riddick's in the game too and there's a there's a lot of interesting concepts within horizon zero dawn and i've of course i've heard great things about uh, forbidden west as well um but yeah i don't know there's just something that's not clicking with me and i'm trying to see where if i can find that thing that's gonna make it click for me it's just right now i haven't found it yet so i'm gonna try i'm gonna i'm gonna try to see what happens um maybe i should hit that sooner rather than later so we could talk about it while we're playing it yeah I know um, I I've been pushing off Ragnarok, but maybe maybe we should hit Horizon or uh, Zero Dawn first. I don't know. Like, I'd honestly say, like, knowing how much, like, you like God of War, so like, I I honestly <laughs> say, like, get to Ragnarok first, just so that not like, surprisingly, nothing's been spoiled for you so far. I'd say, like, get oh, to that. Thank God. Get to that first because Ragnarok is such a like. If you liked God of War, you fucking love Ragnarok. Loved it. I fucking loved it. <laughs> um, and that wasn't spoiled for me. Thank God. <laughs> I I years. Same for Uncharted. I thank you to those fans for not saying shit. Somehow years I've with Biden. So, but yeah, take it take it forward. Yeah. Um. But one game that I have been playing a lot like over this past week or or two um ww2k23 came out um it's you know it's like any other like 2k sports game where it's just a a, sh- a small progression of last year's game but god damn whatever whatever 2k visual concepts is doing right now they're i feel like now they're starting to kind of hit their stride there's still there's still a lot of fuckiness going on but that's that's to be that's to be expected for for games like this there's gonna be fucky things happening regardless but i don't know last uh 2k22 i had i had a, a i had a lot of good opinions on but there's still a lot of things that i kind of felt missed the mark this year's game i have a lot more good feelings about just based on the quality of life things that they changed and just kind of like the additions that they put in this game and overall it just feels like a better game incrementally at least that i've been really enjoying it um i haven't played everything on it yet i i uh this year they're like cover stars john cena because it's like the, like it's like the, the twenty years of John Cena, like he, it's his twentieth anniversary in the business, and so they did their showcase, which is kind of like a look back in time on some of John Cena's best matches. And what they did this year was they kind of flipped it a little bit, where um, they chose they had chose famous matches that he did where he lost. And so each match started with a little like prologue of like John Cena talking about like the match and like talking about why he felt it was important to him, even though he lost the match. And so instead of playing as John Cena, you get to play as his opponent. 
in each match. Cool. And it was really cool. Um, last year they did Rey Mysterio, and it was kind of like much more of the same, where you get to play through the match, and you there's little goals that they give you, and it's basically kind of reliving the match. And then every once in a while, it would pan over to the actual live footage of the match. You kind of get to see being replayed. The one thing that I felt was kind of a miss for this mode was that when they did it last year, they had Rey Mysterio like talking about stuff during like the the live action um, cutscene of the match. This year they didn't do that for some reason. So there was a portion of the of the gameplay where you're just sitting there watching a match with like no extra dialogue, which was kind of weird for me. Um, but overall it was cool because um, I guess you know I don't know if I should say spoiler alert for this because it's you know a <clears throat> wrestling sports game i don't know <laughs> but when you get to Good the word. end of the showcase um you basically <laughs> you fight super cena oh what and what super cena is is that it is a completely invisible cena <laughs> so That's it's literally, so it's literally you can't see him and he his he has an overall of a hundred, <laughs> so you have to beat Super Cena in order to unlock him to play in the game. And it's literally just an invisible Cena. All it is is just his clothes. <laughs> and it was so it was so ridiculous. Um, but I say that because there's another mode in this game called Fa My Faction, and it's like a it's like a pseudo like card collecting based game where like you create your own faction and there it's like it's the gotcha part of the game because 2k has to have a gotcha in their in their sports mm -hmm. games so like there's packs that you can open that have cards and each card is like a wrestler or like a manager and stuff like that and then you take those and you can create your faction so you get like a list of like eight wrestlers that you can choose from to have on your team and then like you know you can upgrade them and like give them special perks and stuff like that um they did a special like kind of promotion for that mode where if you go to Walmart or like online and you buy a specific um WWE action figure you get a code that you can redeem right yeah. for a special unlock for the my faction mode and i'm gonna send this picture on discord joel ready so i'm just gonna send this to you right now and i want you to take a look at this because what we have here is is that an action figure <laughs> I, 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 so it's literally an funny, action john cena action figure that you can play with in the my faction mode and people watching right now can see this if you're if you're listening on the audio version i i suggest either come watch the video version or just look up action figure john cena in wwe 2k23 and it's some of the most bizarre shit you'll ever see because <laughs> like literally 
it's like a plasticky action figure John Cena. His face never changes. It also looks like incorrect too, like a true action figure. <laughs> it looks incorrect. Like you can see the joints in oh his body. God. It's so strange, but I love it. It's so cringe. <laughs> it's like the good kind of cringe. Um, uh, they're leading into the goofy, and I'm here for it. And it's great because I I love when they have the ability to do stuff like this, and they just go for it. Um, and of course, because um, you had you had to buy an action figure and have a proof. So I did. Um, I did purchase. Hold up. I did purchase. Oh an shit! The reveal. The reveal. And to go along with the promotion. Go along with the promotion. I purchased a John Cena action figure of his original um, WWE title reign back in the Chang Gang days. And the reason why I got this is because when I started watching wrestling, this is the version of John Cena I was introduced to. So I felt it was only natural to celebrate 20 years of John Cena to get (laughs) Chang Gang John Cena. You guys see a figure? I didn't see anything. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's funny. Like I, I love it when like studios or whatever people they lean into the goofy shit and it it, oh, yeah. it makes like a fun result like like that. Like, and I think I think it it's only possible just because it is John Cena. Like John Cena is like one of those people that it will just fully go into the goofiness. Like we see we've seen him like in movies like the suicide squad and other stuff like that he's willing to just peacemaker man he's willing he's willing to make fun of himself and it's great yeah um but yeah i've been actually having a lot of fun with the game surprisingly um you know they've been doing a lot of interesting things um they added war games into the mode which is a really cool surprise um for those who don't know war games was a old wcw match type where they conjoined two wrestling rings and put a cage over it and basically they would have like two teams like they would come in one at a time like fucking royal rumble style and then technically the match wouldn't start until everybody was in the ring so during that time everybody's just beating the shit out of each other (laughs) and they somehow got it into the game and it actually runs pretty i was surprised i was expecting like shit to go haywire and buggy but it runs really well, and it and they actually have it online too. And I tried it; and it works actually really good. So I don't know. Like, hopefully, two K Visual Concepts has something here, and I hope they they keep integrating and like you know upgrading as they go along. Because boy, two K twenty was a fucking shit show, and I'm glad they're somehow bouncing back from that. So I've been playing that a lot. Um, Oh yeah. As far as other things, um I've slowly been watching just like certain anime. Um I've gotten my partner uh to watch a Yu Hakusho, which is the oh, anime hell is yeah. an anime I really loved back in the day, but they've never seen it. So we're slowly going through it. We're we're kind of in the middle of the dark tournament right now. You know, I never finished the Dark Tournament. Maybe bruh, I should finally finish it. Bruh, do it. I got to the big Fun. fight, and then for whatever reason, I don't know, I got busy or something. I'm busy for whatever a teenager is. Bruh. 
never finished it. You should watch it. Like Yu Yu Hakusho is one of my one of my favorite animes. I always love watching it. Um, <laughs> can, man. Hey, you Messi, you want to go find my cat? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love it. Um, also, recently, uh, I don't know if you knew this, Joel, but uh, Crunchyroll just released the the dub for uh, Witch on Mar- Witch on Mercury. Fuck, fuck, it's time. The, the it's most time. recent, the most recent Gundam show. Um, I've been waiting for the dub just because, like, for me, I it's hard for me to read subtitles in action animes. So, uh, I've been waiting for the dub. The dub is yes. done by Funimation, so it's really good. It's really good dubbing. Oh yeah. Um, you know, um, yeah, it's really cool. Um, it's definitely not what I thought it was going to be. Um. So I've so, heard. So heard a lot of that because I don't want to spoil you on this, but um, I will say this: uh, think it at least the first part, like because I talked to Ben about this and he hasn't spoiled me on it, but he's kind of giving me a little hints. Like it starts off like Gundam High School. I've seen seen that, but there is. There is that underlying like Gundamness where like there's a lot of politics and kind of like you know, you know, dark room right. like backstabbings and stuff like that. Um, but it's anim- Gundam, baby. Animation looks really nice, really crisp. And guess what, Joel? I am so excited to tell you this, but they actually went back to doing two D mobile suits, two <laughs> D animation mobile suits. They. I have not seen a 3D model once yet, and I'm actually very happy because I'm okay with that. I don't know. It's like the 3D model like weren't terrible, but like there's something about having really good 2D animation for for mobile suits and like Gundams in general that just mm-hmm. kind of like it feels like Gundam. You know, yeah, yeah. it has it has that sense of like, oh, this is like, yeah, this is what you know Gundam is supposed to look like. So yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, with like Kukuru Stones Island, I feel like, or Doan, I feel like it works the 3D because of it's a little bit slower. But like, you know, with IBO, they go from like super slow, to super fast, and yeah, other things like, like I feel shit. like it, it lends itself to that. I guess like what the thing weirded me out is like if if you're gonna choose to do 3d animation just go all the way like what oh yeah, yeah what messed it. me up especially like stuff like ibo and like other series like that it's like they would go back and forth between like the more static shots would be like 2d but like a lot of the action would go into 3d where so far from what i've seen like it's been all 2d and it's it's just so cool to see like they've they've been doing a good job like a lot of cool mobile suits i've seen so far um since some of the models they looked dope yeah, but yeah, I've been having fun with that. I haven't finished. I haven't finished what they've had so far, but you know, I'm going through it. It's a lot of fun. It's it's just good to see a Gundam show again. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. It's been a minute since Ibo came out. And yeah, of course we've seen narrative and stuff like that, but that's you know, it felt like yeah, a, it was okay. Etern- it felt like an eternity <laughs> ago. But like this is a yeah. this is a good Gundam show, and I highly recommend seeing it sooner rather than later. Still need to get my wife to watch G Gundam. <laughs> we haven't. Oh god, we saw one episode. <laughs> we need to do that marathon. God. 
Um, but yeah, kind of good. but yeah. Um, besides that, uh, haven't really seen any movies. There's some that I do have to see, but I know in like the coming week where you know the Super Mario movie comes out, so definitely seeing that. You know, that's the a D D movie comes out soon. D D movie comes out soon. I haven't I heard it's good. I heard it's good. I mean, it looks like it'll be a fun time. I'm it's not the movie that I'm like like I have to go like right away to see it. Like, yeah, yeah. If I see it in theaters, cool. If I wait for it to be on like Netflix or something, you know, all right. But like they have a they have an interesting cast, you know, it seems like a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, besides that, I've just been mostly gaming, you know, the same old, same old, um, so with that being said, um, I guess we should talk about some news. I have some news things that I kind of want to talk with you about. Um, I don't know if there's anything that you wanted to bring up first or if we could just go right into it. I guess some people even texted me about it. Um, the the big one is, of course, our beloved. Well, maybe not anymore. Um, Jonathan Majors, allegedly in trouble for assaulting women, strangulation, and more. Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. you know we've seen that kind of stuff with Ezra Miller, who we've of course kicked to the ground a lot. Um, but you know, it's, I mean. People were very quick to jump on this, very quick to, you know, say, you know, he's going to get replaced or we're done with him. It's not cool, which is fair. You know, you know, that's not cool. I hope if there is a victim, apparently there's evidence that says otherwise, but I hope this doesn't scare victims in the future as well. That's like the biggest problem I have with this. Right. Mm -hmm. And even if he did do, do those things, I hope, you know, he does the right thing in the future. Yeah. It, it's complicated, right? But people it's, it's were very quick, I'm just going to say, to jump on this. I mean, it, it's also one incident we know of, right? I mean, we'll we'll follow it like we followed the other one, right? But, yeah. you know, one per, you know, one incident, it's still a bad incident. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say, like, you know, forgive, yeah, like- forget, forget, forgive. But just, like, it was cle- one actor was clearly, like, strangling a multiple people multiple times and still had a job and people are already like get this guy out immediately i mean i guess that's fair like it's it's not great behavior it's complicated right i don't have the answers no people were just i I mean i'm hesitant because people are just so fast to jump on it right Mm -hmm. like as the middle of the first time i was like oh great another hollywood actor being a piece of shit and it's like oh he really is a piece of shit you know (laughs) like I don't want to make light of it either like right there are victims who can't it, come forward of this shit right, it, right. it's serious um it, it just sucks you know you, you, we just saw this guy on the big screen he's a great actor and it's like oh fuck. you know it's yeah. everybody sucks i guess i don't i don't know that's it's, that's just my piece real quick until guilty until proven otherwise or vice versa right innocent until proven guilty sucks. really sucks it sucks but i think i think the the important idea is just kind of like let's you know let's see what happens let's see the information that we get and then you know adjust accordingly you know we want we want to see you know everything come out and then you know whoever you know 
like you said, it, either way, regardless, it's a shitty situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's no there's no making light of it because at the end of the day, nope. like some somebody is having you know you know someone is you know in a situation that they need to you know they need help with. So you know yeah. So yeah, like this, like you said, like you know there's. There's going to be like an evidentiary hearing, and we're going to see what happens with that. And you know, for being outsiders, like looking in, that's all we, you know, that's all we can wait to see. You know, eventually this stuff will come out. We get to judge it for ourselves, and you know, we'll see what happens with that. Unfortunately, um, so I don't know if you just want to bounce back and forth, but um, there's two there's two things that i kind of wanted to bring up and there's one thing that i feel like would be a fun conversation so i think i want to save that for the end as like a palette yeah user. Um, um i did want to say really quick uh the zam 2 came out and that movie's doing not so great because somebody spoke oh. up about some weird stuff i don't know if we brought it up before but it's like and could you just wait in <laughs> you take oh. your movie before it came out already zachary levi um, but hey, hey you know, just again, actors are weird. They weird shit. They, they're they're people know, too. At the end of the day, right? I'll, not 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 that I will give him credit, but like I I will give it to him that when someone interviewed him afterwards about like how bad the movie was doing, it's like, hey, it happens sometimes. It's like, what what can you do? It's like, all right, it's like, all right, that's, all right, that's one way to put it. All right. Yeah, I mean. They all can't be winners. But I did think it was interesting that um, characters from Shazam, I mean, characters were supposed to show up in Shazam from Black Adam, but The Rock said no. I think The Rock, they're saying like he's trying to make it his own like DC Black Adam universe. They wanted to do some crossover. They want to have Shazam in the movie in Black Adam too, but he said no. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Zachary Levi shared that on his Instagram. I just think it's a little weird. It's like, Warner Brothers, I thought you had this shit handled. What's going on? <laughs> I thought you had it. You, you had it down. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, same with Marvel, right? It's what's going on. But I, I think it's just wishful thinking. Because <laughs> they, they hyped up Black Adam so much, and it turned out to be such like a nothing. And now that we're getting the whole uh, reset yeah. for the DCUs, it's like, uh, it's like, all right. Yeah, it's like it's like don't do you rock? Don't worry about it. You have so many other franchises and stuff that you could you could focus on. You don't need to. Fo- you don't need Black Adam. It's fine. Um, yeah. I just thought I'd throw that out there. It's just been so easy. I I think you need this reset sooner rather than later. I think you should just drop Flashpoint free on streaming, save everyone a headache, and just put out Blue Beetle and hope for the best. Oh. I mean, George Lopez doesn't like going to murder spree. I think we're okay. I think we're okay. Oh, God. oh no. Um, speaking of weird Warner Brother and you know Black Adam not doing it, um, it was announced yesterday that multiverses, the oh, yeah, Smash, Smash Bros. like uh, Warner Brothers game, uh, announced that. In June, they will be ending their beta, their open beta, for kind of, you know, 
changes and alterations that they're going to be doing in the game. Um, so funny thing about that, the keyword that they chose is open beta, which to many players' surprise, um, that nobody really thought that this was an open beta because they made it kind of very clear that this was a released game especially since it was like six months ago that um you know they've had two seasons and they've released uh paid for content and character packs and stuff like that for the game and they won a a um video game award at this past VGA and open betas don't win awards. That one did, I guess. So it's like, what are, it's like, what are you trying to, which, what are you trying to do? It's like everybody in like the fighting game community has been just like, what the fuck? Cause it's, it's, it's obviously it hasn't been in an open beta, <laughs> not for a long ass time. So it's just kind of like, it's really weird because you had a lot of people that have spent money on this game. And to say that on June, they're going to be shutting down their online servers. Um, They said that people will still be able to play offline. But as far as like online matchups, um, that's not going to be accessible. And they said that they're hoping to bring the game back in early 2024. A long time that is a what, very what big changes time. they make so, i mean i have heard like fortnite started out in open beta and they had monetization too but it just feels late i mean i guess a revamp is good i, I guess they didn't want to say revamp they wanted to say open beta um it, it really sounds confusing. like they're saving face because you know all credit side, like multiverses started out strong. Like the fit, the fan mm-hmm. base was there, the player base was there. You know, you had a lot of people wanting to play this game, and then after a while, the player base started to degrade over time. Until recently, it was saying that at least on Steam, there was like maybe like a couple thousand, maybe less than a thousand players on at a time, just because. Um, you know, you can you can name off any sort of thing like you know, game balancing wasn't there. It, the the servers online were buggy. Um, the content flow wasn't great because they're supposed to be into season three already, but due to something like the content flow, they couldn't get it out because the first season they had a whole bunch of characters come out. They had like. You know, they had Black Adam, they had um, Gremlins characters, they had uh, LeBron James mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, season two had Marvin the Martian. And that's about it. As far as I know, I haven't played in a while because I am one of those people that did drop off of it after a while. Um, and, you know, it being a free-to-play game, it relies heavily on people purchasing those microtransactions to get funding for the game and so when the player base falls off you're losing that money um so i'm assuming they're gonna try to you know they did say that they are planning on fixing up the servers to make it more more quality matchups um i'm assuming they're gonna be doing something to the you know 
the transaction store trying to like make it more worthwhile something like that um i don't know it's it was such a weird announcement to say that it like they're ending the open beta it's like what i don't i don't understand i don't know um i'm hoping that you know whatever they're gonna be doing for like the next eight or so months you know it works and then when they come back you know it brings in a whole bunch of like whole bunch of fans coming back and like new fans that you know are getting into the hype of the relaunch but um yeah i don't know i don't know what to think about that it's it's just i i no, maybe they're just the decline. Maybe they're addressing those issues you had, or maybe they're just they didn't meet the money goal. I don't know. I do find it funny though. I just I just thought of this. I find it very interesting that they're closing the servers in June. I don't I don't remember like what date they said in June, but like that's right around the time when Street Fighter Six comes out. And that's going to be the fighting game of the year. You know, as as long as, like, Tekken 8 doesn't come out, like, Street Fighter 6 is the fighting game this year. So I fi- now I'm finding it very interesting. I, I know it's a very different kind of fighting game. Like, a, a platform fighter like Smash is, like, very different from, like, a, you know, a traditional fighting game like Street Fighter. But yeah, I find yeah. it very interesting that they're choosing June to close down. Because I think... If they were to keep open and Street Fighter comes out, you know, I feel like they would get wiped out. Because Street Fighter Six possible. Street Fighter Six is ramping up to be one of the most accessible like Street Fighter games ever, and there's so much hype about it that I feel like anybody that's interested in fighting games in general are gonna funnel into Capcom and Street Fighter. So. I know, I'm just what's weird is the multiverses game is shutting or the open beta is shutting down June 25th, but Street Fighter 6 comes out June 2nd. So, okay, okay, so okay, so I don't know. I was just trying to, I was I just mean, trying just to saying, make connections. If they are going I don't with know. that logic, that it's not I'm good. Just talking about, <laughs> I'm just talking out of my ass, I'm just like making, making assumptions. I'm yeah. sure there's, there's some hint of that, okay, but yeah. It, it was just very weird piece of gaming news that just popped up recently. Um, I guess to bounce off of that to be even more weird game news. Um, boy, E3 is not looking healthy <laughs> at all. Um, so I guess to kind of build up on this story, E3 was... Ha- E3 has been kind of in a rough patch, even way before pandemic happened. Um, you yeah. know, people start pulling, companies start pulling out. You know, attendance has been very weird. You know, the business practices have been kind of weird. Then over pandemic, it was announced that Reed Pop, the people that do a lot of the other conventions like PAX and you know Star Wars Celebration and other stuff like that, mm-hmm. bought E3, or at least the company that runs E3. Um, and they're, you know, they did a, a a live stream event last year that we watched, um, and then this year was supposed to be their first like back 
in person, you know, E3. Um, and starting last year, you started getting information like, okay, well, Sony says they're not going to be there. So Sony pulled out. Which makes sense because Sony hasn't really been doing in-person stuff as of late anyway. So it makes sense. They, they're doing their own thing. And that's that's not mm-hmm. unusual. Um, I don't know if it was ever confirmed, but I don't think I don't think uh, Xbox was going to be there. I don't think. Um, I'm not sure if Nintendo said they're going to be there. I assume they probably would because Nintendo seems to be doing everything anyway recently. Um, but yeah, so many other companies started pulling out. Um, Ubisoft. Ubisoft Xbox, just happened on Monday. Just, so that was that I'm was just, what. That was the one interesting because looking. later in the year last year, Yvgamo, the you know president of um, of uh, Ubisoft, said that they were going to be at E3, and then fast forward to this past Monday, Ubisoft made an announcement that saying that they're pulling out of E3. Now they didn't say why. The assumption is is that the games they want to show off aren't ready, being like Assassin's Creed Mirage and you know whatever else they're working on at the moment. Um, isn't ready so they pulled out and just today um i believe uh sega i believe yeah. and tencent said tencent, that they were yeah. not gonna be at e3 they pulled out so it's like who's gonna be there <laughs> like there's gonna be no but like maybe except for a couple of like indie devs and stuff like that there's there's almost going to be no major companies that are going to be at E3. So now the conversation at this point is, is E3 happening this year? Some of these articles say no, that they're going to pull out. People are predicting, well, at least my Nintendo News says they're going to pull out. Which is, is, mm. is, a, is a very interesting situation because, like, back in the day, like, E3 used to be, like, this big event for gaming. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was waiting for E3 because that's when all the big announcements were coming out, and that's, like, yep. where all the hype was being sent around for, like, the next year in gaming. Yep. And then it slowly started to, you know, phase out. People started doing their own events on online, like, live streaming events, or they would just do their own events around the vicinity of E3, but not related to E3. Um yep. Now, the idea is that that's still going to be happening this year because Xbox is still going to be doing their own thing. Um, yeah. I'm sure a few other things, maybe Square Enix, I'm not sure, Capcom, maybe. Um, and Sony always does their own thing nowadays, and Nintendo probably do something. But, like, in general, like, E3 isn't the powerhouse it used to be, and especially now because you have um, Jeff Keighley now doing Summer Game Fest, which for the past few years has been a big success, especially during COVID times because you have mm. all these online events. And then just last year, he started doing, he did this like two-day like in-person experience where people were able to play games. And apparently this year, it's coming back and it's he's getting even more people to come show off their games. So it's like you're kind of looking at it now and it's just like, is e- is this finally gonna be the the nail in the coffin for E three? Like we've been talking about it for so long. Like is is this finally it? Is this the farewell for E three? 
<laughs> I don't know. I mean, might like, be what, an what, end what of an era. Make, what do you make of it? You know, I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> like I, it's a it's a lot it's a lot to wrap your head around. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's just wild. True. Some things, I guess, just weren't made to survive the pandemic. You know. I mean, you know, some, sometimes you just have to evolve with the times, and that means yep. you know, leaving behind old old industry traditions, you know, have to go away. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that that was one of the things I really started to snowball because it, it's literally just been the past two days where it's like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> everybody started to pull out. It's like, oh shit, what do we do? Um, the game Z3? Eh, I don't know. But um, I guess to pair along with that, um, so we've been hearing the stories about, you know, Sony trying to block Xbox from their acquisition of oh, Activision yeah, Blizzard. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just this past week, um, it was finally gone on review in the, in the European market that um, Xbox's acquisition of Activision Blizzard would not be a hindrance to the um, gaming industry as a whole. It would not um, be an unfair advantage for Xbox. So that that finally is starting to close down and push forward for Xbox. And now, just I think today, either today or yesterday, depending on the time the time difference. Um, the Japanese Gaming Commission also ruled that um, Xbox only, in Japan at least, Xbox only sh- has like a market share of like, like one one point of a percent, like like a five three percent of the market share in Japan. Because of course it does. Because it's Japan. No one's barely anyone in Japan has an Xbox. You know, it doesn't make sense. Like- like a hundred people, like Sony, Sony <laughs> dominates in Japan, obviously. Yeah, and, and it it's a no brainer, you know, because Sony's a Japanese company. It may only makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, with that, with the the EU um, gaming commission and then the um, the Japanese commission, it just seems like this is more of a no brainer at this point that this sale is gonna go through. And I felt I feel like we we've known this for a while. That it was just a matter of time before this would happen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just ready for this to be done, dude. This has yeah. been going on for way too long, and it's only gotten more and more ridiculous. Um, did you did you hear one of the statements that Sony made about um, play it on me? So forgive me if I if I miss uh remember this, but there was a statement made by Sony, a representative of Sony, were saying that um a majority of what they earn is because of Call of Duty. <laughs> and that if it wasn't for Call of Duty, there wouldn't be <laughs> the first party Sony games that they made. It's like, what the fuck is that statement? That seems <laughs> 
very far-fetched <laughs> uh, like, based oh. on the success of some of the games i've been playing this past fucking month it's like <laughs> i gotta God say or last of us spider-man spider-man and you're uncharted me that, and you're telling me that you get most of your money from fucking call of duty i mean i know it's popular but i don't maybe the sales say otherwise but still it seems i don't know sony like you gotta be a weird <laughs> you're being strange no and, and and that's the thing it's like we've seen xbox playing playing their game of chess too because you know at first they were like hey hey sony playstation like we will offer you the rights to have you know we'll have a you know a 10-year deal you guys can you know, have Call of Duty, you know, no strings attached, day one releases, and that's fine. And then so he's like, no, we're not, like, no, fuck that shit. And, you know, Xbox like, all right. Hey, Nintendo, do you want to, do you want to get uh, Call of Duty for, hey. for 10 years? Nintendo's like, sure. We haven't had Nintendo <laughs> since the Wii U, and that fucking sucked ass. Let's do, let's do it. <laughs> and then that, and then um, they... And then Xbox went to NVIDIA. It's like, hey, NVIDIA, do you want, um, you know, 10 years of Call of Duty so you can have it on, like, your mobile streaming, um, your GeForce Now, and stuff like that? It's like, yeah, let's fucking do it. And it's like, all right, you know. Like, Xbox just slowly started getting all of these, like, contracts, you know, set in stone for, like, Call of Duty. It's like, hey, everybody's going to get, you know, Call of Duty day and date when it releases. And then they went back to Sony. It's like, hey, Sony, we are willing to let you have Call of Duty on your PS Plus you know, subscription service so that you can have the newest Call of Duty games on your subscription service day and date for 10 years. That way your subscribers can get Call of Duty, you know, you know min minus the subscription cost at gratis. Yeah, you know? Right. And then, like, I still said no. And it's just like, at this point, it's like, okay, like, at this point, Sony, are you just trying to cock block Xbox just to cock block them? Because, like, yeah, I can understand, like, you want to make sure that there's no monopolization going, but, like, let's be serious. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, the, the, the facts are there. Even, even after Xbox buying Activision Blizzard, Sony still over, over makes like millions of dollars compared to what xbox makes like they're still yeah. they're still in like the number two you know so it's just like can we get this done with now i want you know like i want more cool games to come to game pass <laughs> you know apparently it's gonna hurt the comp you know do irreparable harm to competition innovation so it's it's just been a wild ride, and it's 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 one of those things where it's just like, shake my head. I I don't know what to do with this anymore. But we we big finally, money problems, <laughs> big money problems that are way above our heads. But we've seen some progress there. Um, All right. Uh, yeah. So, with that all out of the way, I think the. Unless if there's anything else that you wanted to bring up real quick, I I have the palate cleanser that will be a fun conversation to end this podcast with. Uh, no, I think we 
just everything I wanted to. I'm sure something will pop up tomorrow during Mando, but I think that's it for now. Okay. So, for anybody out there that is a Nintendo fan or a Zelda fan, knows that today Nintendo released 10 minutes of new gameplay for Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, hell and yeah. Boy. So, I want to ask you have you seen anything from this gameplay today? Hell no, I'm gonna do that after we're done. Okay. Um, do you mind if we talk about it though? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um like I said, I mean, no, stop it now. <laughs> yeah, of well, course. Well, the podcast over. All right, let's you know. <laughs> oh wait. But no, um so you know, we they did a gameplay presentation and it was pretty much what I expected it would be. They just kind of showed off the new kind of features that our Link is going to have available to him in the game. Um, they didn't talk about story. You know, story was not touched, which I think is good because I, for a game like this, being a sequel to Breath of the Wild, like it's it's best to leave that to the players to discover on their own. Mm. But Joel, God, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I... I'm not more excited about this than I was about Breath of the Wild. So, you know, new things are happening in this game. Pretty much, we are getting these new powers for Link. And, boy, where should I start? Um, Here we go. For you guys watching, I'm actually going to do something cool that we haven't done before. We're going to actually have <gasps> gameplay. I should just watch right now. So, basically, like, the game itself looks, you know, the same. Like, as you can see here, like, the game, for the most part, looks like Breath of the Wild. Um, but what some of the more interesting thing is as you can as you can tell from the, the gameplay trials so like there's going to be you know a sky element this time there's going to be things in the sky that you can do and what i thought was really interesting is this whole presentation is pretty much to show like link's new powers so here you can see um link is going to have a rewind kind of ability where you can hit an item and then it basically reverses their movement. And you can see he's fucking flying up into the air from a rock that fell from the sky. What? What the fuck? That's sick. Yeah. So <laughs> as far as we know... Watch it. It's like a couple seconds behind, but all still. Of, all of Link's abilities from the last game um, aren't here. But that's fine because these abilities are fucking sick. So you can see, like, you know, he's lifting people up. And, cool. like and then, you know, they're showing off the, you know, the combat and you're seeing the new world. And then, of course, we get to this point where, hey, you know, our favorite thing, weapon degrade over time. Right. And that's, you know, that's a thing. Here's a new ability. Um, They're going to allow us to fuse items to your equipment. So you can see here that you can pretty much take things from the environment and then fuse them together with like let's say your sword 
and then oh, you, just, you can just start creating <laughs> oh, weapons. Shit. You could just start creating weapons on the fly, which That's is cool. fucking. That's some Fallout shit. That's cool. And at this point, I'm just like, "Oh, dude, here we go. This, this is this is what I'm looking for." Because weird looking enemy. This creates a whole new way to play Zelda. Because Breath of the Wild was pretty uh, much the very much like open world exploration, like go out and discover new, like myths and legends and stuff like that. Where yeah, I feel yeah. like this one is gonna be like. Hey, you're already you're, you're already familiar with the world. You're gonna see some new stuff. Now you're also gonna get to create in this world. So you can see like That's what the know, game needed. Like, Smart. like you can see here, like Link just fucking like took a spear and a pitchfork and made an even longer spear. Odd. That's so fun. <laughs> and this fusibility, I think, is gonna be the sickest one. Oh, and here's the next thing. Um, so you remember. You remember Joel like playing Breath of the Wild, and you had so much items in your inventory that you didn't know what to do with, right? I see someone's being very creative with it right now. <laughs> so, pretty much, you can take those items. Like, let's say, oh, you know, you have a leaf here, or you have like the the ice jelly. You can slap yeah, yeah. it onto your bow and just use it to basically change your bow into like different properties. That's cool. And. Here's the one that we've seen in other trailers, um, but now we actually see how it's being done. So, remember, like having monster parts. Yeah. Well, now they're actually going to be useful because right now you're seeing that he's choosing the eyeball, yeah, and yeah. it changes the arrow into a homing arrow. That's cool. And it's just so cool. Like this is the stuff I love. Like honestly, this is why. It's like very creative. This is like why like Breath of the Wild like was so much fun. And like you even see here you can throw stuff onto your shield to change like the properties of your shield. Yeah. And it creates like, this, a like and it creates like this smoke bomb. And like it's so it's like they did it again. Like the biggest worry was like can they top Breath of the Wild? And I think they did. And this is the one that I was like fully in on. Um, so there's this other ability called Ultra Hand, and it's basically you're pretty much being able to craft in Zelda. Like, he's, like people watching right now, you could see like he's like Link is building a raft in this game, and so they they pretty much said that you'll be able to use this ability and just craft pretty much anything that you want like if it's feasible or not that's you know depending on the game's physics and whatnot but like like you can like make boats you can make vehicles you know you can make yeah I, I, that thing can turn on its side make like a wheel that's crazy and it's just super cool stuff you know and this is definitely the game where if you're creative, you will be rewarded for it too. Or if you're oh, not, yeah. you can make it work. Like it, like people beating the game as soon as you get all the needed things and like using the environment to their advantage. Like this, this is when it's really cool and it's it's smart for everyone. Like the player, the develop. Oh man, that's so cool. Oh yeah, like we've seen all the videos of like the people like breaking physics to like do some wild ass shit in breath of the yeah Wild. yeah they're gonna do that even more now i can't oh my wait, god because you i guarantee you 
like I was not like I made a joke earlier this morning when this came out and it's like oh man I'm ready for fucking Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts 2 featuring Link because that's all this is gonna be is people just creating how would you not make a flying vehicle (laughs) all the time it's like people making the most outlandish just things in oh man that's so cool it's it's so cool it'll be game of the year for like five years in a row now oh this is this is definitely going to be a contender and that's the thing they said that the game is done like this game is ready to go they're just waiting for may to come around yep there's the car and ow it's just it's just so wild and then of course they showed off the ability we kind of saw in the first trailer um you know it's called ascend basic link is as long as there is a ceiling and a place to go above it link can teleport through the ceiling to get up into places and they said there is limitations but they said pretty much as long as there's something overhead and there's a place to be above that link can just go through it's pretty much like if you had an escape rope in Pokemon, it's it's the escape That's rope for Zelda. Crazy. Yeah. Well, there goes my summer. And yeah, it's it's just so cool. And then of course they also mentioned that um there are gonna be enemies that will also be able to fuse weapons together, and so like it just creates more uh enemy ver- I see this com- guy with the fucking variety. door. <laughs> that's so annoying that's so annoying I you can tell see, already you can see Link here doing the fucking Fortnite like battle bus drop god <laughs> yeah it's it's just wild like I, I was I was thoroughly impressed I was thoroughly impressed with Dude, this presentation that's gonna be oh my god that's um, gonna be wild yeah like I'm a sucker for exploration and stuff like that. I'm an even bigger sucker of customization and like creation within a world. With it's always fun. And the thing is, is that Breath of the Wild impressed me on the, its physics alone. But now being able to take that physics and then also be able to take pretty much anything in the world that's tangible and creating with that. Like, I will guarantee you that at some point I will try to build, like, the biggest monstrosity of, like, a vehicle that I can. Like, I will try to make a tank if I if I have the ability to. Dude, I'm going to make a fucking pod racer, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's flying through. <laughs> and just, like... And, all the other abilities and stuff is just so cool and so awesome. See, like, I if if you guys aren't like watching like this video, I I highly suggest just go looking at the presentation itself and you know check it out for yourselves. It's I think it's going to be one of the biggest games of it's. It was already guaranteed to be the biggest game of the year, but I think it's now a solid lock for like one of the biggest games of the year. And of course, they also announced that they're, you know, they're going to be releasing a uh, a special edition Switch OLED for Tears of the Kingdom. It's like special design. Uh, fuck them. Like fuck and... them. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking assholes. Making me spend money. Oh, yeah. But yeah. 
just just a little something cool to end this podcast on i you know it was the most exciting stuff of the day so it's it's it was worth getting showing. show and i was glad that you know i was able to kind of like present this to you joel but yeah i definitely i definitely go check it out after after we're done recording and like oh yeah i'm gonna show sarah i sent it to the other brian because he just beat breath of the wild like a couple weeks ago and he was all in on it like literally it consumed him i was like dude of course it's amazing (laughs) and yeah i I just literally just shared it with him right now so (laughs) nice oh man this is gonna be so consuming oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like it's gonna be hard to play any other game once this comes out like may is gonna be may is gonna be legend of zelda like month god Oh, I got to churn out Survivor so I can play Zelda. Fuck. <laughs> if Mirage comes out on time. Shit. We'll see. I'm 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 still worried about that game that's being pushed back again. Uh, well. But yeah. Um I think with that, this is a good bookend uh for the podcast. Uh, um about a lot, damn. Yeah, it's it's been super cool to be able just to you know talk about nerdy stuff again after Hell a yeah. month longer review. So, um, yeah. thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Um, people in the Twitch chat, thank you for being here. Of course, if you're listening and and watching this in VOD later on, thank you. Um, of course, uh, we want to get you know more people in on the conversation. So if if you will. If you're watching on YouTube, press the like button. Maybe uh, subscribe, leave a comment. Let us know what you think about uh, Tears of the Kingdom. You know, all the other stuff we talked about. Of course, if you're watching or if you're listening on podcast services, uh, leave a comment if you can. It would be really cool to get to talk with you guys. Um, But of course, if you want to reach us in another way, Joel, how could they do that? Another way... Well, there are multitudes of ways, are there not? All right, well, most importantly, if you want to reach out to us directly, got questions, comments, suggestions, feedback, reasons why you should watch Yu Yu Hakusho or play Breath of the Wild, just with an email, unitedwenerdcasts at gmail.com, where unitedwenerdcasts at gmail.com. We're also, as we said earlier, Twitter. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, United We Nerd. So United underscore We Nerd on Twitter, though. But yes, United We Nerd on YouTube and just United We Nerd, no space on Twitch. I mean, some of you are already here, right? United We Nerd, TikTok's the same. And Instagram's United underscore We Nerd. So reach out to us, hit us with your takes. We've already hit with some comments, good, some bad, some people telling us how we do stuff. Whatever, we're here. We're here for Mando. <laughs> We're here for Zelda. <laughs> We're here for John Cena. We're fucking here. All right. And of Let course, us know what you think. Hell yeah. We we always we always want to hear from you guys. So, you know, keep them coming. Let us know what you think. Um, but of course, when we're not here, uh, Joel, where could they find you? You can find me, Mad Mech Mind, on Spotify, SoundCloud, and on TikTok. Find me there posts and game videos and i took a little bit of a break but i'm there soon we'll be back to streaming i think uh ragnarok is calling so <laughs> i streamed uh got a war i think it's time to hit the hit the next one but yeah 
We'll find us there. Where can we find you, Brian? Well, of course, you could also find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Brian Saber. Um, I believe uh, on Twitter, it's going to Brian underscore Saber, and that's Saber with the R-E. Um, I'm also thinking about trying to do some more stuff on TikTok as well, so you can find me on there at Brian Saber as well. Um Twitch right now is kind of up in the air. I've been tr- I've been thinking about, you know, trying to get back into the groove of it, but you know, with the podcast and everything, you know, I've been kind of more focused on that. So, I might hop mm-hmm. in there. So, if you if you want to follow me there, you can on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Brian Saber as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. with that. Joel, it's been it's been awesome to talk about some nerdy shit with you again. This is this is fun. I can't wait for us to be Hell back next yeah. week. And of course, Ooh, yes. uh, until next week, everybody out there, thank you so much for being with us. We hope that you guys have a good week. And of course, until next time, keep on nerding. Keep on nerding. Keep listening. <laughs>